Hi, this is Caroline. I am super excited by a new feature that I have available for you. If you go to my show notes, you'll see a link that says, I would love to hear from you. Text message me here. Yes, you can now text message me. So if you have any thoughts about an episode, if you've got ideas for an episode, if you'd just like to connect and say hi, then click on that link. I'd love to hear from you. Hi there, I'm Caroline Thor, professional organiser, KonMari consultant, teacher and mum of three. I started off my life as a mum feeling overwhelmed, disorganised and desperately trying to carve out some time for me amongst the nappies, chaos and clutter. One day, one small book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying changed everything and I began to learn strategies for making everyday life easier. Today I have the systems in place that means life can throw almost anything at me and I want to share them with you. If you're an overwhelmed mum struggling to keep it together, then this is the podcast for you. Grab a coffee and settle in for a quick chat with someone who gets your reality. Hello and welcome to Living Clutter Free Forever, the podcast that aims to help you transform your home and life with the KonMari method. I'm Caroline and in today's episode I'll be talking about my personal struggles that come with organisation and how it led to me becoming a KonMari consultant. And I'll also share quotes from other consultants about areas they struggle with during the organisation process and provide tips and advice for overcoming organisation challenges. There is also a chat I recorded with fellow KonMari consultant Catherine Kelly where we discuss things that we still struggle with despite being trained in the KonMari method. So let's get confessing. Honestly, I have never been great at keeping things organised. I used to procrastinate a lot. I still do and found it challenging to let go of things that were no longer serving me. My idea of tidying my room as a kid was to throw everything into plastic bags and hide them under the bed. Fast forward to adulthood and I progressed to opening cupboards and drawers and hiding the piles of clutter before visitors came. The only problem with that was I could never find things again and several bills went unpaid due to me forgetting about them. When my kids were little, we had really generous friends and neighbours who were always offering us things their kids no longer needed. I couldn't say no to kind offers of items, which led to having way too much stuff. I was overwhelmed and disorganised. But then I discovered the KonMari method and it changed my life. Of course, it was tough motivating myself to complete the process and looking back, I'm not actually sure how I did it, but I knew it was essential for a more organised life and a sense of calm that I hadn't ever felt. And once I started seeing the results, it was so much easier to maintain the newfound organisation. You know what area has always been a struggle for me? Paperwork. I used to have stacks of papers all over the house, but now I've got an inbox for post and I set a reminder on my phone to file papers once a week. It's a game changer. Trust me. Clothes have also been a challenge. But the KonMari method taught me to only keep things that I absolutely love to wear. So I got rid of the items that no longer serve me and it created more space for the things that do. So it got me wondering what other KonMari consultants still struggle with. 
There is this myth that we must all live calm, serene, uncluttered lives with no organisational struggles, but it's just not true. We're human after all. In a quest to seek out the confessions of KonMari consultants worldwide, I asked in our amazing community, and there was no shortage of responses. You'll get to hear me chat with Catherine Kelly of Refresh Organising in a minute, but she confessed, My main area of struggle is, always has been, my commitments. Lots of projects, responsibilities, activities and engagements spark joy for me. But... I struggle with managing how often I say yes and wind up with calendar clutter. Marie's Joy at Workbook has great tips that I frequently utilise to manage my time and prevent the task path from getting too big and for decluttering commitments when necessary. Melinda Ferrier of Live Life Organised said, I find clients and friends are very happy to hear that I'm not perfectly organised in every aspect of my life. My weak spot is indeed digital photos. Whilst I have now put some systems in place to ensure photos on my mobile phone are limited and under control, I have thousands, look, let's face it, probably millions of photos stored on USBs and hard drives. It's a project for a rainy day which has not yet come. I think many of us forget the digital clutter, but photos is really something that it would be amazing to have organised. Kristen Ivey from For the Love of Tidy shared, I love and live for putting things away in their place and in order, but I literally could own one bowl and a spoon and still not enjoy cleaning them. KonMari has not changed that. Kristen, I love this. I think people often confuse organising with cleaning and they are two completely different things. I'm completely with Kristen on this one and I hope to get her on the podcast at some point in the future to discuss this topic with me. Charmaine Nichols, founder of 180 Joy, also confessed to a digital clutter problem. One struggle I have is my personal Yahoo email that I've had for over 20 years. It's loaded with many emails. 16,920 in my inbox as of today. Although I have folders set up, There's an influx of personal, marketing, kid-related and catch-all emails that filter through daily. I plan to tackle them one day as it's been a big procrastination for me. I have two business email accounts since starting my business and will not allow them to get this way. Email inboxes are so difficult to keep under control. My top tip for helping this problem is to unsubscribe from as many weekly emails as you can. Although, obviously not mine, which you can sign up for at caroline-thor.com forward slash weekly. Merg Simon from Design to Stick confessed, My Achilles heel is my office. It's very small and serves as my KonMari office, photography studio, watercolour studio and sewing studio. For that reason, it's hard to find a place for everything and without a home for many items, it becomes cluttered very fast. In my previous life as an attorney, I had a huge office and I'm clearly not downsizing successfully. I love the sound of her office. It sounds like a space I could feel very happy in. Rebecca Jo Rushdie of Spark Joy and Flow said digital clutter 
My inbox and photos are really something, but I call it organised chaos since I can find everything I need miraculously. I don't know about you, but I find it somehow reassuring that other people have struggles too. It's like going to your sports class and hearing the trainer admit to having eaten a packet of biscuits in one sitting over the weekend. It makes you feel like they understand your struggle. And believe me, as KonMari consultants, we do. I'm seeing a digital clutter theme here though, so it's a definite topic for a future podcast episode. So, back to the first KonMari consultant to confess, Catherine Kelly. A few weeks ago, we met up on Zoom for a chat about our struggles. So if you haven't already got a hot beverage in your hand, hit pause, grab your drink of choice, take the weight off, and listen to us confess all. So I would like to welcome Catherine Kelly to the podcast today. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Carolyn. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. I'm so excited about this topic, Confessions of a KonMari Consultant. So thank you for agreeing to speak to me. Perhaps you'd like to tell a little bit about where you are in the world and how long you've been a consultant. Sure. I am located in Springfield, Missouri in the States, and um, I have been a consultant since 2019. So I started my business in the summer of 2019. So going on about, that's about four years. Yeah. And we were chatting before we started um, recording this, and you were actually one of the last people to actually have a live training. Did you get to meet Marie? I forgot to ask you that. Was she there? Yes, I did. Um, I did. I, I was one of the last consultants. I got certified in New York in the spring. And then I even had an opportunity to go back in the fall for that training to sit as a panelist, as a brand new consultant. So I was, I felt very out of my element, but she was at both trainings and it was wonderful to, to be able to meet her and be in her presence. Fantastic. Sounds like a very good experience. So one of the things I'd asked about within, we have, just to explain for the people listening, we have a Komari consultant chat group, if you like, where we can all ask questions and support each other. It's a fantastic community. And I asked the question in there, if anyone had anything they would like to confess that they perhaps find difficult to keep organized, because I don't like this idea that everyone thinks KonMari consultants are perfect, which I talk about a lot on my podcast. So you were kind enough to admit that you struggle with one area. So would you like to tell us all what that is? Yes, absolutely. And before I do, I do want to even add to it that I, I I thought the same thing. I think the misconception that um, a KonMari consultant has all elements of life together, that is a big misconception. And then also the other idea that once you've put your house in order and you've applied this KonMari method to your life, that... Um, that everything is done and everything is perfect and you live this joy-filled life. Like I kind of feel that that's almost when the work begins Mm. and you start realizing other areas that you struggle with, but now you have a roadmap. So my confession is I struggle with my commitments and accurately managing and budgeting my time. So um, I chase shiny objects, but mine aren't in the form of physical possessions. It's just, um, I would say I chase opportunities and a lot of projects and responsibilities, activities, engagement spark joy for me. And um, it's hard to manage how often I say yes 
So for me, it leads to resentment sometimes and excess calendar clutter. And when you end up with this excess calendar clutter, how is it making you feel? Because I know how I feel when I start to see the papers piling up and, and I know I've lost control of that. So how is it making you feel to have all this calendar clutter? That's a great question. I The main word that comes to my mind is just overwhelm um, and almost paralysis. It's just, you know, you have this list of things to do. They live in your mind and it's hard to even determine where to start. I think a lot of people listening will absolutely agree with that. And I know that if you've got kids, it becomes even more of a minefield because you're juggling for all those extra people as well. And you're thinking for all those people and not just yourself. And you're taking on commitments that they will be somewhere at a certain time. And how's that going to fit into the whole picture as well? So that's a tough one. Yes. And I think sometimes we then move into a, a mode of you just want to accomplish something. So you find yourself doing little tasks that you can just get done, mm-hmm. but they're not big, important, you know, meaningful tasks. They're just little check the boxes task and you still don't really make a dent, you know, in the commitments and, and your time. Yeah. And I think I, it was really interesting what you said about chasing shiny objects. Cause I, I know I do this. If I've gone onto Instagram, for example, to post something for the business And I see someone who I like to follow is offering a free training or um, has got a worksheet I could download. I'll suddenly find myself clicking on that and then they'll offer the workshop or something that day. And you find you're ending up slotting all this stuff in that you hadn't planned to, but you get sucked into these rabbit holes all the time. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I've done that. I mean, I have, you know, then you have, now you have folders in your email inbox on these trainings that you need to do and you're getting very useful, wonderful information. But then I think another feeling probably that pops up might be guilt that now I've committed to this, you know, learning something mm-hmm. that I'm excited to learn, but now I have guilt that I didn't take that training or I'm not reading those emails. So it just piles up. Yeah. I completely get that. So are you able to share with us any strategies that you have found that help with this organizing of calendars and not taking on too much stuff? Absolutely. I have three things that I've found that have worked for me and I have been able to glean a lot. Marie Kondo wrote a book. um, It released in 2020. It's called Joy at Work. And even if your listeners, if you're not in an office situation um, for work, there are a lot of tips in there just for managing kind of work life um, and your time. And so she has some really great tips in there. So what helps me for sure would be um, just as if you were doing the KonMari method for your physical items is vision. Um, You know how we establish a vision for our ideal lifestyle. That's really important, even as it extends past completing the KonMari method in your home. Um, I think it's key in embarking um, in the in the journey of tidying our physical possessions, but it's also essential as a North Star once our home has been completely tidied, because it gives us clarity on what brings joy to our life and allows us to determine if opportunities that are coming our way support our vision or distract us from it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's easy that the vision evolves and it's easy to get away from it, but just reminding yourself to come back to that and knowing what's important in your life. Uh, the second thing that really works for me are what I call Sunday meetings. Um, those are just Sundays are my day to plan. And so that's the day I set our meal plan for the week um, and order our groceries. I think I listened on a past podcast of yours that your groceries do not spark joy for you either. No, not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> so we do have online ordering. So I do, I try to only order groceries one time a week and I strategize. So I don't like being wasteful. So I try to strategize and make sure that one order sets the stage and, you know, prepares us for the whole week. Um, and I do homeschool my youngest son. So on Sundays, I reflect on the previous week and log our hours and then plan learning and our adventures for the week ahead. And then my husband and I take time together to share our calendars and discuss the week and appointments, and then just take a high level overview of kind of upcoming weekends and travel and things like that. And that eases kind of my mind. And he is a good individual to kind of help hold up a mirror for me if I've packed my schedule a little too tightly. And he kind of helps give me permission to let some things go. And then now we've even started meeting individually with both of our sons to discuss their weeks and just kind of what they're learning and just what's on their hearts and minds. So it's just a good opportunity for everybody to, I don't know, get back together and plan for the week. Yeah. Yeah. We do something similar with um, a family meeting where we all sit down and look at the calendar. And I just find it so helpful. I think, especially for us as women, not to feel like we're trying to juggle it all on our own, that, that we're sort of sharing the responsibility with the rest of the family. And that also the kids are learning that, if things are going to be coordinated, there has to be an element of give and take and planning um, for that to happen. I think that's really good. Yes. Yeah. And they're able to see when you all do that, they're able to see you problem solving and working together. Yeah. And that's good for them. Yeah, definitely. Um, and number three, this is my biggest one. And this, this came from the book and I hope that I'm relaying it accurately because what I'll share is what I do. So I hope it's similar to what, it may not be exactly what Marie lines out in the book, but um, I call it the task pile. And I don't know if you have heard of this, but um, it's kind of like a brain dump, but with purpose. And I do this when I'm feeling overwhelmed, but the supplies you need are a stack of blank index cards and something to write with. And then I think like a good cup of tea or coffee. Uh, just to make the exercise enjoyable, but you get a clear workspace, remove distractions and block up some time to do this, maybe no more than an hour, but you're going to write down every task or appointment or a to-do that falls within your jurisdiction. So whether it's something that's ongoing or associated with a project, it doesn't matter. The point is to kind of get it from your mind to a card mm -hmm. and just one task per card. And, um, and when you finish, you're left with that literal pile of tasks, just like when you're doing a tidying festival. And the next step is to joy check. And you're picking up one card at a time and you're assessing and you're looking, you know, at how does it align with my vision? Um, and some tasks may not, but they have to be done. And if a task needs to be done, you can ask, does it need to be done by me? You know, and if not, can it be delegated? You know, who can I delegate it to? Must, must it be done immediately? 
And you just kind of get through that task pile and make little individual piles and see what you're left with. You can discard what's unimportant. You can delegate what's not meant for you. And, you know, and you should be left with a pile of tasks that are important and align with your vision for your ideal life. Um, And this was how I somewhat recently determined that social media isn't currently sparking joy for me or, and it's not essential for my organizing business and it can be a distraction for me. And it doesn't mean it's not essential in the future. It just means it's not serving me in this season. Yeah. That's, that's a really good awareness to have. I think a lot of us could do well to really assess what we can let go in our lives at the moment and that isn't necessary. And social media is something that I think perhaps a lot of people need to do a rain check on. That's a hard one. Yeah, it is a hard one. <laughs> I love I love your idea of using um, the cards because I actually did something very similar for everyone on my email list right at the start of the year where we had um, an hour where we spent together, everyone thinking about all the things they would like to do and have to do in the coming months and wrote them all down. And then we put them into lists according to family, um, work and home. And then also the the person themselves, you know, what, what was important to them? What would they really love to have time to do if they could, so if they could dream really big. Um, and I love the idea of having it on cards because we just did it on paper, but then you can sort of move it around and, um, and sort of visualize it better. And I love the idea of joy checking each of them. I'd never thought of doing that. So I'm, I might work that in next time I do it with people. That was really fun. Oh, that's a really good idea to lead other people through the exercise. I like that you did that for, you said your email list. Yeah. 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 They get a workshop each month. Um, so that was the first one at the start of the year this year. So lovely. Yeah. A good way to start the year. Well, thank you for sharing with us the thing that you find difficult to organize. And it's fascinating that everyone's got something different. So um, I'm pleased you found strategies to help you cope with it, because that's the most important thing, is that we find strategies to help us deal with those things that we're struggling with so that they don't need to continue being a struggle. So thank you for your honesty with that. That's fantastic. So thank you for asking that question. I think it's going to be very encouraging for a lot of your listeners. Well, thank you as well for sharing. That's brilliant. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll see you back on the podcast at some point to discuss something else, but until then, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you. You do the same. I hope you enjoyed that. I so appreciate Catherine finding the time to have a chat with me. If you're interested in working with her, the link to her website can be found in the show notes. So today I confessed my personal struggles with organization from procrastination to letting go of things that no longer serve me. I shared how having an inbox for post and setting a reminder on my phone to file papers once a week has helped me tackle my paperwork struggles. And of course, the KonMari method taught me to only keep the clothes that I absolutely love to wear, making it easier to maintain a clutter-free closet. We also heard from other KonMari consultants about their struggles with organisation and how being transparent about our personal struggles can help clients relate to us better. And on that note, there is time for just one last confession. Laundry. It always gets done, 
There are never piles of dirty clothes. I have a schedule and I stick to it. But, and this is where my procrastination streak really takes over, I am not so great at putting it away. It's not lying around. It's in washing baskets in the corner of my bedroom waiting to be folded. But I can leave it there for days. I always have other things that I prioritise over it. And the joke is, I don't even have to put the kids washing away. They do it. But I don't get round to telling them that it's there ready to be collected. And every week I tell myself, next week, I'm just going to do it straight away. But I don't. So as I knew I was recording this today, and today, Monday, is my towels washing day, I've made a point of making sure they're all folded and put back where they should be. Let's see how I get on next Monday. So if you're struggling with organisation, don't worry. It's a common issue and there is always help available. I encourage you to seek out a KonMari consultant to guide you through the process and help you lead a more organised and joyful life. Remember, the KonMari method is not just about tidying up. It's about creating a home that reflects who you are and brings you joy. So shoot me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you struggle with and I promise to offer you the support and motivation you need to get you started. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you found this episode helpful. Until next time. If you've enjoyed this episode, please send the link to a friend you know would appreciate it. Subscribe and leave a review. I look forward to bringing you more organising tips next time. But if you can't wait until then, you can go to my website or find me on Instagram at caro.thor or on Facebook at Caroline Organiser. Thanks for listening and I look forward to guiding you on your journey to find your clutter-free ever after.